So, Billy and Elliot, I really want to pick your brains about a bunch of things. Can I start here? What do you see or what have you seen as like the biggest mistake artists make when it comes to investing their energy and their time and their money? What do you see happening time and time again? Oh, boy. <laughs> where do we where do we begin, Billy? You want to take this? Do you want to start? Where to start? Um, <laughs> Let's see where you start and then I'll cover the other parts. <laughs> I, I feel like one of the things that I noticed that a lot of artists do is they feel like they need um, a manager or mm-hmm. or a, um, a publicist um, straight off the bat. And so they'll invest thousands of dollars, you know, for a publicist to help get their, their you know, their, their artistry and their, and their marketing stuff out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't have anything that's, that's solid worth marketing, it's, it's pointless. On top of that, um, a lot of times these uh, publicists um, early on, you know, they need ammo to be able to pitch your stuff to these, these, you know, whether it's a podcast or, or to, for an interview or for any kind of write-ups, mm-hmm. they need ammo. And if they don't have ammo, there's people aren't going to bite. So, you know, you spend all this money for a publicist or, and they might go, Oh, I got you a blurb in the LA times. It's like, well, I could have got that myself. It's like, they're not really d- moving the needle. And I think that a lot of times I see artists really, um, you know, spending a lot of their money on that kind of stuff, which is it's, to me, it's like get get your your music right first, um, and then put it out. Yes, Tony. What do you think, Elias? I'd say obviously that I think that's a huge one. Like Billy was saying, like throwing out money, the concept of well, I have to spend money on this to make money, and that's never been my rule of thought. Like I love that concept, right. Of being able to go, if we make money, we're going to roll it back in there. But the short changing of like trying to figure out, you know what I mean? Like how to do things that may be a little bit more work than having to immediately just pay paying as, as an artist that has had no experience. If you can think that you're going to get the same result just by paying, then that service or that person isn't worth a shit anyways, in my opinion, like, you're not going to get to a right publicist by an unknown artist just because you're paying them. Like there has to, like Billy said, other stuff going on. I think also like wasting time is almost worse than wasting money. You know what I mean? Cause the time you're not going to get back again. So I feel like wasting time, like working on this initial album for like a year or whatever that they're trying to do. And they're trying to, they're nitpicking and they're spending studio time and we're mixing it and we're doing all the stuff. And it's like Billy said, like just get create and get the shit out. Like, what are you doing? You're, this isn't going to be nominated for a Grammy. Chances are (laughs) right. Like other than your friends on social media, your friends and family, no one's going to even see this right now. Like just put out stuff that you feel comfortable with and confident with just to like get it off. You need to get in the habit and the routine of creating stuff and getting it out and sharing it without this, like, Well, you know, especially at the beginning, like stop worrying so much. I think this even sounds maybe counterintuitive, but stop worrying about the rollout at the beginning. Mm -hmm. To me, it's just about getting in the habit of getting stuff out. Totally. And it's like, yeah, stages. And it's a luxury at the beginning to not have eyes and ears. Completely. So it's like (laughs) build this, this cool thing, start putting these cool pieces out and then figure out how to, get people's attention once there's stuff to keep their attention. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, stop putting out one song and then hoping you get a write up on it when people are going to go there, see that you have one song, mm-hmm. maybe like it, maybe not, but you have nothing else. Mm-hmm. How are you going to capitalize off of that that platform, that moment? Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with those competition shows and things like that. When you have nothing else out there, like, how are you going to even going to be able to benefit from the exposure that you're having? Oh. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I think that there's countless ways that people can waste time and money and uh those are probably yeah, some of them there's probably a laundry list of of other love that yeah just get up and running just get going so so in terms of in and that was really interesting to say like you know they can really waste a lot of time nitpicking and perfecting this perfect album to release to the world and ta-da my debut what are the essential things that they should be locking in? Let's say like the typical artist I works I work with has maybe five to ten hours available to them a week to dedicate to music on average. Mm-hmm. What are the essential activities for them? Are they and they're and they're writing, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean I, I think the biggest thing for, for me is is for artists to really understand and create whoever their whatever their identity is going to be as an artist because I think for me there's so many singers that I discover they have great voices but I can't see them as artists because um, there's nothing that that's unique about them um, you know there, there's there's so many incredible singers all over the world right and yeah. that's not always what's going to get you success sometimes it's 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 a it's a half ass singer with an amazing marketing plan or an amazing drive um and and determination to make their career happen so i i feel like you know as as an artist um i mean it's it's just that you know like i said i, I think that you know i mean i'm sure elliot has that. What are you offering? What can you offer people? Like, what is it that, why would I, why would I pay attention to you over people that already exist mm-hmm. that are probably making sonically a similar, yeah. no one is that original anymore with their sound, right? Like it's, it's, it's your hybrids of things, right? And, and hopefully you spend the time in trying to, but also ultimately if, if the music you like to make is what you're making, mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. Then I, I rock with it anyways, but also show me something, show me some reason why I'm. It has to be unique. And I, just, I think that's the thing is there's, there's, there's artists that you hear. I mean, I, I remember even like, you know, when like Bruno first came out with like the, with the, um, what was the song that sounded like Sting? The, um, like that, like that of heaven. Like that was like, a, it was so, di- at the time it was so different and so amazing and so reminiscent of all these other things that you loved. Um, and I feel like mm. artists don't, mm. don't, um, sometimes they, I think they overthink it and take their careers so seriously. It's like, you know, the entertainment industry is supposed to be fun. You're a performer, like just, just be playful and fun and, and get the stuff that you want to get out, get it out. But like also think of it, also understand that it's a business and that you need to be unique and have something about you that's a little bit, you know, I, I remember even like when Erica Badu first came out, it was like that song on and on was such a big hit because it was like, it was so different. And mm-hmm. so what is this? And and her voice and the sound and the song, it was very reminiscent of like stuff that we loved and heard before, but it was like, it was its own unique thing. So I think that if there's that, you know, if, if you're not going to, if you're not going to do that with the music, then figure out what, you know, what it is about you that you're going to, change or tweak to, to, to stand out because there's so many artists that, that, that don't stand out and they just, they, they blend in with all the rest of the stuff because it just sounds so similar. So I guess my, my thing, my first thing would be to, to, to make sure that you're creating some kind of individuality and that you're, I mean, stay true to who you are, you know, always, cause that people can see through that when you're not doing that. 
That's a big, yeah. yeah but also just understanding too, yeah. this business and how are you, if, if you are making music that you feel like may sound like a couple other things and it, you don't feel like it's, it's that much different, then figure out a way to, to, to creatively do things that are going to make it stand out, whether it's in the, in, in your visuals or in your, in your social media content, or, you know, there has to be some, some things that are going to catch people, you know, what's, what's your hook? Mm. Yeah. And I, I love what you said about it being fun and being playful and then like try things that's out. That's a great, that's a great, great point though. Cause that's mm-hmm. how you get to mm-hmm. the originality. I, I've never stumbled upon mm-hmm. good quality originality without having right. fun with it. And I'm like, oh, and that's people, where we get people, the idea. People see, when, people see when artists yeah. are out there doing their thing and having fun and enjoying it because they're like, oh, like they, they, they want to gravitate to that. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, they could see through it. It's so authentic. And so like, oh, they're having fun. I love this, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. So, you know, when you were saying, okay, they just need to get going, get out there, get releasing, um, not to be blowing a big budget on PR at the very beginning. Um, let's say the scenario is they've, co- they've done a couple of releases and now they've cobbled together $2,000 to spend to amplify things. Where, how would you spend that bit of marketing budget? I feel like everything like, like you know another thing that people spend money on as well is, is like music videos right oh i have to i have to shoot a music video and i have to spend however much money on a music video i don't think music videos go um a long way these days i mean they, they can but i i think that if you have like i tell this to a lot of artists if you have two thousand dollars to spend um on on a project you know spend a day instead of shooting a music video do a content shoot day do a six hour day of just shooting 20 to 30, 30 second pieces of content, have dozens of different looks, have dozens of different ideas. I'm going to shoot this one next to, near a black wall, singing part of the song. I'm going to shoot this part, 20 seconds, laying on the ground with a, with a couple of basketballs around me. Like just do what, you know, be creative, but as, as well as that, like use that $2,000 to shoot, 20 to 30 pieces of content that you could use to spread out over two months on, on TikTok, on, on, on reels, on Instagram, you know, cause if you shoot a music video, you're in one look, maybe two looks, you have to chop that up. You're using the same content. It gets old. If you spend that same money to shoot mm. 10, 20, 30 second pieces, even if they're on your phone or, or you hire someone to, to shoot it on their, on, on their phone and edit it. So it looks you know even more, a little more gritty. That goes uh, so much more. It goes a lot, a lot farther. Let's talk about online. Your, you know, a lot of the artists I work with are obsessed with how many Spotify <clears throat> streams do they have? They need, they know they need to do their Spotify wrap at the end of the year and do the flex. And I actually think it can be distracting for them and we lose sight of the point Incredible. of this. And some of them invest a lot of money and time and energy into getting playlisted. And so much of that just turns into passive listens and doesn't seem to show up in a fan base, in Good a point. fan base. What, what, like, yeah, do you share the same perspective? What are your yeah, thoughts about that? It, it, to me, uh, I think streams and also too, you're now comparing yourself to everyone else because everyone's doing it. Right. So you, mm-hmm. at least either you see yourself as I have, a small amount of streams in comparison to these people that I don't feel like are even that big. And so it's like, Oh my God, that's defeating. Or I feel like I have these streams, but also I know a couple artists that I saw had a decent amount of streams. Uh, 
but yet couldn't pull 15 people at a show. And you're just like, so what, what is the point here? Like what, which are you doing this to like self soothe? Like I'm all about like analytics too. Don't, don't get me wrong, but I'm also about like interaction, like, like conversion there. Right. Meaning like I'd much rather see a, a large amount of listeners that convert into, you know, like my brother's listeners to his streams it's unbelievable the amount that his listeners consume his stuff in comparison to some of these people that have these huge amounts of streams with, uh, you know, yeah. uh, it, it would take way more listeners for them to get that amount of streams. You know what I mean? So we know our fan base then. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's super, it's just the wrong shit to worry about. Yeah. You, yeah. Oh my God, it's, it's similar. It's similar to like how Instagram, you know, was able to create a feature where you could turn off your likes so people can't see that. I think that it's, it, it, it does become very distracting and, and it should be stuff that people can see on the back end. But, you know, I don't believe it should be, you know, just, just like Apple. Also, there also the people that, that go uh, that make their posts and they go, well, I know these aren't a lot of streams, but I'm really proud of myself and da-da-da. and you go, well, that's great. But also you should just be proud of yourself for putting the music out. Like right. you have no control really, if people are listening or not, you do have control if you're doing your job, right? Like, I don't even like that side of it too. Like, I know that may sound weird or whatever, but I don't love to see that kind of comment either. Yeah, totally. But I, I think the main point, it's, it's all a distraction yeah. and it's right. a bit of a red herring. So obviously we know each other through Vocalize You. I love, because I have artists that are going there, some of them that are thinking about going there. Could you describe to me like who it's for and like at what stage of the journey should they be at to feel like, yeah, VU is the right step for me in 2024? Really? That's an Elliot question. You, okay. you, you, right. You're so amazing at like articulating. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, thank you, sir. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's, <laughs> I think the one thing that I really think is special about this is that um, you could be at different stages in your journey and mm-hmm. still be able to benefit from coming. Right. Like I think the further along your questions are going to be very different or the things you need are going to be very different. But I think also the reason why we love having people sort of like not totally raw and green, but again, have an understanding of some stuff is we want to save you time and money and resources and all of those things. Right. And so the questions that you let out on this podcast to us are questions that we address because you don't know what you don't know. Right. And so you either have somebody that has been putting stuff out and has hit a wall and they just don't know what to do. And that's deflating. Or you have the person that has this like passion and raw gift, but have no, nothing to show for it just yet. All of those people we speak to. Right. And so we do feel like we really stand behind what this is because who this is for is any artist that does not have, you know, a, a team and major backing, it helps them navigate as the landscape changes. So it truly is sort of for everyone. This is not just uh, cycled in as one thing. So, uh, cause everyone needs different things, even though the goal is sort of similar, right? So we feel like we can cater to every type of person and everyone benefits. So it makes it a lot easier to try to recommend this to somebody because there hasn't been a scenario yet where I've been like, Oh no, this isn't for you. Like truly like we we've done, Mm -hmm. 
dozens and dozens and dozens of calls, there hasn't been one time where I'm like, you know what, this isn't for you. You're just like way past this point. It's wherever you want to be because these mentors and these teachers that we have are so phenomenal at what they do that they can direct it. They can personalize it to each person that has that question about their work. So, and even Gemma, like for you as a, as a, as a professional, um, you know, it doesn't matter how successful an artist is. They're always going to need coaching, you know, at every stage of their career. And I mean, you know, that's why, all, you know, the, the biggest artists in the world still, still see their vocal coach regularly because they, they have to, you know, it's not like, Oh, I, I, I now I know how to sing and I could, I'm good. Like, no, you're, you're going to always need your, your coach throughout your, your career. And also it's, it's learning things, but also like refocusing too. Right. It's a refocusing and also it's allowing yourself to kind of like workshop your stuff in a room full of professionals, but also just people that are doing it too. You know what I mean? So it's like you're going to learn just by being in that space as opposed to going there like with a notebook and stuff like that. You know what I mean? There's different ways that everyone's going to learn and have that light bulb moment. Yeah. Cause it's, it's really plugging into like, a high vibe, like a, a big emotional energy around making and doing music. And I think the, uh, the aha moment I've had while you were talking there, it was like, oh yeah, it's a, it's either a kickstart or like a jump start for somebody. Or it's a, it's a reboot. Yes, totally. You know, it's a coming. Yeah. And cause it's it, it, the energy thing. I feel like, and you tell me, but like if I was to describe what the transformation of it is, is that you've just come out with a, an up-leveled energy and intensity about what you're doing and why you're doing it. It is that, or I will say, and being honest about this, or you're going to figure out very quickly if this is for you or not, right? Which again, goes back not, to what we're yeah. talking about, about saving you time, resources, money, whatever. There's very few experiences that I'd rather you figure this out in 10 days time than be a year and a half in and time and money and all that stuff, you're going to walk away either fully motivated and like a fire under your butt, or mm-hmm. I'm not ready for this. This is too much for me. And either way, it's beautiful. It's an awesome yeah. thing. Like that's, we've hit our goal each. It doesn't matter which side of the coin you're on. But we've got clarity. Yeah. How can I prepare someone for VU? Well, I think that the thing that we're moving towards uh, that I really love is the pre-communication. There used to be a time where people would show up not really knowing what they were going to be taking, not, you know, picking the classes that day, stuff like that, really no communication with the instructor or anything. That time is done, Mm -hmm. right? We are moving towards a time to where we cannot waste any of the days that we're there, like as an overview. This is about... Depending on which course you're going to be taking, which track you're going to be taking, communicating with that instructor and going, okay, I need you to bring, I don't care if they're song starts, I don't care if they're demos, I don't care if they're finished songs, I don't care if it's an overview of what your social media is, again, depending on your class, but you're coming there prepared to be able to really dig into your own work because that's what we're doing. This is not a general overview of eight days of everything that falls under the music business. We're literally going to be going through tangible items that you're going to be encountering. Right. And that's, that I think is about preparation. It's not you preparing them other than since you've been there, you know, the experience they're going to have. And you, I think the only thing that you guys um, can do is encourage them to jump in with two feet when they're there. Do not wait. You're already there. You committed. 
Just go. I promise you it's a safe space. Mm. Then it's our job to prepare them of what to bring, right? Given the communication and the pre-work that we're going to be doing. Love it. I definitely, I know that uh, that's an important message that I need to communicate, that it's a safe space and that they need to get in and milk it. Like, no, and I think sometimes they wait to get going and go look at a couple it. of days. We, and, then they, and then they regret that after <laughs> they go, oh, I was really like, yeah. I was one foot in, one foot out, and now it's the fourth day and now it's finishing. And then you get the anxiety about that too, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that's an amazing, exactly. amazing thing that I feel like hopefully the pre-communication will help with a little bit. Is there anything to be that you want to uh, share that's specifically exciting for you coming up in the next one in, in VU24? Um, I mean, I think that, you know, every year that we do this, you know, cause I mean, cause the industry is always changing and evolving. Right. And so I think that every year me and Elliot yeah. sit down and we assess kind of how the industry is changing and, and trends. And then we bring in, you know, um, people and experts that, that, you know, cater to those things. I mean, I think that, you know, we're going to have a, a whole digital media, um, and, and digital marketing, you know, side of it this year with, with people that deal with that to allow these kids to understand, Hey, this is what you, this is how you should be utilizing your TikTok. This is how you should be utilizing your, your Instagram, your reels. So, um, you know, giving them things that they can do to, to, to really up there. Because a lot of these artists don't know how to, you know, every artist that I work with hate, hates their social media. They hate having to like create content and think of stuff and post and, it's it, for them. It's it's a it's a headache. So having um, someone that can give you guidance on the easiest way to do that and make it and make an impact, I think that's super important. Um, on top of you know a handful of amazing you know sponsors and brands that are coming on board this year to really support um, these kids' careers. So really exciting stuff that we're that, that being Elliot are mm. you know yeah. Leading. It's such an important arm of the whole thing. Like I've I have been just getting them to. I'm like, you have to develop, you have to develop as a songwriter. And how do you do that? You're like, you're playful with it. You're excited. You're creative. Have to to develop now a content creator. (laughs) And you can be playful with it and creative and you can have the same approach. Yes. Have have fun fun with it. it. Stop thinking that the reason why most people don't like it is they feel like they're not being authentic and like, well, this isn't me. I don't do a dance. I don't Mm -hmm. do a whatever, whatever the trend is. Yeah. And that's not what it is. No one's asking you to do that. Mm-mm. I'm just asking you, mm-hmm. there's millions upon millions of eyes that look at this thing and scroll through every day. How are you going to put yourself out mm-hmm. there to be seen by some of these people? Be creative with that. Don't shortchange that. Mm-hmm. It's like when I hear someone take about, God, I wrote this song and it was really meaningful. And then I look and it's like, you picked the artwork in 30 seconds. Like what a shit shortcut. Like stop shortcutting the other things that you don't think is important when right. all of it is important. Mm-hmm. All of it is important. All of it all is, of it is a representation of, it is of what, cause I don't, you don't know how someone's going to see you. Maybe it is the image on Spotify mm-hmm. or uh, the DSPs, the cover artwork. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's scrolling through your, uh, on Instagram stories or uh, TikTok or whatever it is. All I know is I want every aspect, no matter which way I turn this block, you've thought out how you want it to be displayed. Right. Because then you have my attention. Mm, love that. Yes, that I know. And we can feel that intention. Totally. And I want to reward that. You know what I mean? Like, awesome. I see that. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. This person mm-hmm. really thought it out. Even if it's not for me. Yeah. My last question that I'm dying to ask you both, because you're really like super impressive in your careers as managers, like why, 
do you do this? Why do you pour all of your heart and soul and energy into this program every summer? Um, I know for, for me, I'm sure it's the same for Elliot, but, um, you know, all my career, it's, it's been, you know, from the A&R side to the management side to the tour management side to the publishing side, I, I've, I've learned that everything that I've done in my career has stemmed from artist development. The, the, what, what, what keeps me going and all those other things is that I love um, helping artists and, and discovering artists really early if I see a vision of where it could go. Um, and so what, learning that that's my passion, you know, coming to camp every year and being able to, to, to see, uh, you know, hundreds of kids or artists that all from all over the world that are very talented, but maybe not have the, the knowledge of how the industry works. I want to give them everything that I know and help out however I can. I think connecting the dots for me has always been, um, you know, something that kind of keeps me going and, 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 and helping people to, to go from this level to this level to this level and seeing that growth is amazing. It's like, that's the biggest thing. Uh, you know, Jim, as you know, you know, James, um, just did a, a, a great, a great, yeah, mm-hmm. just did a great deal. Um, yeah. and top of the year, there's going to be some really amazing stuff coming out, which I'm, wow. I'm, I'm actually really excited about, but it's like seeing that growth and that, and that development, um, through to success, for me is very, very rewarding. And, and, and you know, yeah, he's incredibly yeah. talented. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's talented. about to, and people are finally going to be able to really see that too. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's going to be dope oh, to man. see. Um, I think mine is like maybe a little bit more of like, I don't know. It's probably like a, even a little bit more of a selfish reason. Like, uh, I credit this, not, you know, an iteration of this camp as the reason why I wanted to be involved in the music industry anyways. So like I get, kind of like juiced up and charged up each year when we do this. And I've got a lot of like emotion attached to this event. And so if I didn't have that, there would be the question of you just going, I'd ask myself that of like, why the, why the hell are we still doing like, this is, it's a lot of, it's an undertaking to put it on. Right. And also to want to do a good job. Uh So I think it changes, it goes, okay, this brought me to my career, which has given me this amazing life. I've met people that are my closest people in my life through this, Billy being one of them. Mm-hmm. And and also mm-hmm. at a certain point when you've you've hit six, whatever success is to you in other areas, me and Billy talk about this a lot. You start thinking about like what your uh maybe as corny as it say, like what your legacy could be, right? So if we mm-hmm. can somehow be a part of people's journeys in a crucial point in their their journey again to be able to go there and feel like that helped them and us to be able to provide that platform it's actually pretty self-serving like i get off on that you know what i mean like it's it's Mm -hmm. it's a great feeling to me to go okay and i know we're doing it for the right reasons which also make me want to prove to everyone else in this industry that you can do these things Mm -hmm. in the right way and stand behind a real legitimate reason for wanting to do this with no hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. That matters a whole, a great deal to us. So it makes it also a lot easier. Again, goes back to like us standing by what it is that we offer and it makes it easier to be able to suggest to people and go, yeah, yeah, look, this is what it is. If you don't think you're ready for it, that's fine. But I'm telling you what this is. And right. I have not had someone leave there and say it was a waste of time or money or they didn't, have this this transformative experience. Yeah. So when you hear that and you see that, 
even with us every year, why wouldn't you want to go back? I look forward right. to it each and every year, even with all the right. other things that we have going on. So and that's the reason why people come back every year, I mean, two, yeah. three years in a row. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing. So we're pretty lucky. Yeah. I know. Do you know what? I think, unfortunately, people are too used to being, you know, sales Completely. into something or cons into something and it, and it not living up to the expectations that yeah. they built up. And this is genuinely, I've experienced it. It is coming from people who, like yourselves, from yourselves and from Dave, yeah. and everyone that's been involved from the right place. It's coming from the heart. It's coming from caring. Um, and so thank you for continuing to care and invest. Um, it is a totally an integrous program. Um, like, and you're right. Everybody is on a complete yeah, high. It's so awesome to see. Um, it's a game changer. It really is. And I, and I think that connecting in, plugging into something like that, that is that authentic is just magic for people and it's well, well worth the investment. So, yeah, excited to see what 2024 yeah. is doing for you guys. Excited, man. So Thank excited. you for always like supporting this and being a part of it. And yeah, it, we love you. We told you this off camera many times, but it's like, you know, uh, <laughs> you're such a special talent and a person that we've always yes. been so thankful that you have wanted to be a part of it, even when your other things that are going up and taking more of your time. Like we get that too, because we want to yeah. see you go kill it out there and yeah. show it on a bigger scale of what you do and, and, and how you do it. So yeah. Um, yeah, we appreciate that. We appreciate it. And we love you. 